We apologize in advance, but we're about to be some petty assholes. Sorry. Checkity check, 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 check. A one on the twos, on the threes, on the fours. <laughs> Are we singing again for this one? Oh, yeah, what should we sing? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Hi, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi. Oh, we tried. Uh, how are you? We tried to come up with a creative in- I ju- intro. I just like since we have the voices of angels, like we should start off with a song every time. But it's just like I also want to save it. Yeah, it's like not every time. Like it's not for free. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> buy my EP. It's coming out. <laughs> How's it going? How was yeah. your week? Eh, Anything so far new? so good. I mean, election is in the middle, even yeah. though it doesn't really like affect us that much. Oh my God. Yes uh, and no. Mentally, but. it's affecting me. I feel like I'm an American. So basically when this episode is live, it goes on a Monday. We're we'll know who the president is by then. Uh, oh, let's God hope so. Cause it's now Wednesday. So it's the day after quote unquote election night, November 3rd. Um, so if you're good at math, it's November 4th. Um, and <laughs> I'm just like glued to the TV. I didn't know anything really about the election, like how it worked. And yesterday I just, I went to town. I hit the books and I think I could become American like if I wanted to. <laughs> just knowing how the elections <laughs> work. I even had to like message Tony Rose. I'm like, I don't understand how any of this works because what's irritating to me and like, I'm sure there's pros and cons to both sides, but like you need to win the electoral Total vote, college. not the total. Like, like if you have that blows like, my mind. Yeah, like if you had like seventy-five million votes, but the winner had seventy-three million votes. Like, you still had two million people that wanted you more than the other person. Like, the electoral college votes don't make any sense. Yeah, that's the different thing between Canada and the U.S. because it's like California. Biden won because he had the majority of votes, so he automatically got fifty-five like electoral oh, votes yeah but when it comes to like bc ours is so individual it's like no we have different parties in different districts it's like whoever wins wins so I don't know. shit needs to be fixed it needs to be fixed but like i don't really care so no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not a cause that i will be you know striking for i honestly just like i hope that biden wins so that he can oh get God. a fucking handle on COVID-19 in the States because, like, they're just wild. They give zero fucks they're down there. They're wilding out. Also, him and his wife are so cute together. He was, like, doing his little speech yesterday, and he, like, I guess forgot to thank the governor of Delaware. And she, like, interrupted his speech. It was like, don't forget that the governor of Delaware. Aww. And he's like, right, and thank you to the governor. Like, it was just so good. I was like, this is the relationship we all need. I saw a TikTok earlier today, actually, that was saying that when he was younger, his first wife got into a car accident with like all three of his children. His wife and daughter passed away. Uh, and son. I think no, no, son. just the daughter. And then his oh. two sons were in um, like the ICU and that's where he was like sworn in for like whatever he was elected at that time, oh. like with his two sons. And then I think one of them now like struggles with like major substance abuse. Like, I was just gonna say, around. cause I saw a TikTok yesterday saying like he went to church and visited his son's tomb. Or grave. Oh, maybe uh, another the one. Election, so I'm wondering. Maybe another one. Oh God, like just ugh, sad. So sad. He needs this, guys. I know. Go Biden. Um. So moving on to my personal struggles because you know I'm the most important. <laughs> um. I'm going through it. I 
you know, I'm on the road to becoming a more hydrated person. <laughs> and so now I'm drinking a gallon of water a day, which is 3.8 liters. And I rounded up to four because I'm just like a great human. And so today I was at my parents' house because I wanted to watch the election with like someone. So I wasn't like crying alone. Um, and so on my break today, I was like, okay, I got to go back to my apartment because you're coming over to record. And I get in my car and I'm like feeling good. And then all of a sudden I get on the highway and I'm like, I got to pee. Like I just chugged a liter of water. Like I'm going to pee my pants. And I had the thought of like, I'm alone. If I pee, I pee. I can clean it up. Like that was that, you know, when you're at that point <laughs> of your life. And then I was like, okay, no turn. I was like, get your shit together. Like you'll never be able to like, that's traumatizing. So then I noticed, I remembered Walmart is the next exit. So I get off the highway and I like park in Walmart and I like run into Walmart and like my bladder's going to explode. And then I had the thought of like a lot of places are not opening their washrooms because of COVID. And I was like, I'm not even going to ask. I'm going to just go. Like I know where the washrooms are. Um, and then so I like ran in, went to the washrooms. It was really great. And then I got out and I was like, Christmas trees. <laughs> and so I, I was like, well, I'm here. I might as well peruse. And I went down to the Christmas section and I bought lights and I looked at baubles for my tree. I'm just, I'm so excited for Christmas. I'm so happy you made it. There's nothing worse than like <sighs> thinking you're going to pee yourself. I mean, worse. honestly, worse. The other, you know, number two is worse, but like pee is just like, you never know how okay I don't know if it's like TMI but like you never know how much you actually pee because it's like in a bowl of water but if I pee in my pants like I'm gonna feel every ounce of pee that's coming out you know down to the last drop and like I pee a lot now that I anyway we should stop talking about pee but I just want to well, say like, I remember being in like a meeting once like at our office yeah, yeah, yeah. like I think this was before you were on the team but I like I, actually very same thing i was like i need to start drinking more water so yeah. like those big like venti like starbucks cups yes, like i yes, bought one yes. of those was i literally chugged an entire one before a meeting and then we sat down and i made it like halfway through and i was like i really have to pee and i was like i'm sure the meeting's like almost ready but mm -hmm. then like whoever was running it was like oh like let's go grab so and so and then like it turned into like another like extra 15 Damn. minutes and then they're like oh we have to go grab another person <sighs> and i was like I looked at like our friend Lucy and I was like, Lucy, I'm going to like pee myself. She's like, just go. go. Yeah, and so yeah. I literally like booked it to the bathroom. I was like, I can't believe like I was in pure agony for like 45 minutes. Everyone understands what it's like to have to pee. So I just feel like it's a human thing and everyone will sympathize. But yeah, when you're in a car on the highway, it's like, whoa, you have to think like plan A, B and C. I have like a steel bladder though. It's actually like, I've always called you. it one of my superpowers, but it's like, it's slowly going away as I'm getting older, obviously. I mean, I haven't had kids yet, so I just, I don't look forward to that day when they absolutely obliterate my bladder. <laughs> but yeah. I have the worst bladder. I don't, I mean, everyone knows about all my issues. I like just when you're <laughs> on an airplane and you're going to Europe, so like minimum eight hour flight, yeah, how many yeah. times do you go to the bathroom? Five minimum. I go zero. Yeah, that's sick. I don't like going on airplane bathrooms. They I, utterly disgust me. I feel me. like my eyes turn yellow if I like hold my PM for more than two minutes. Like that's how much it's like, it's just trying to get out of my body. So did you ever hear of the woman who died from drinking too much water? <gasps> no. It was when the Nintendo, <laughs> it was when the Nintendo Wii's came out and like everyone was like, oh. you know, whenever a console comes out, it's like so hard to mm -hmm. get your hands on it. A radio station, I think it was in Australia, did a competition called mm -hmm. hold your Wii for a Wii. Ew. So like they made people <laughs> chug water and not have to go to the bathroom. Like first person or last person holding their pee got a Nintendo Wii. And this woman drank so much. She actually internally drowned. I feel like you've said that before. You've told me this or I've read it. Probably. Honestly, can we stop talking about it? Like I, I feel like I have to pee. So let's okay. move on. It's a total sidebar into what today's <laughs> actual episode is about. 
Um, I believe Not it was- peas, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was last season, first season. I think it was last season where we, we went through, we scoured Reddit through the- My MI, first time. Your first time. The MID asshole Reddit threads. And we just read through them, gave our opinions mm-hmm. on them. So we're going to do the same thing, but I sprinkled in a little bit of stories from our dash petty revenge, which I find interesting as I've well. I've never read that forum, so I'm excited. It's just like very like, it's exactly what it is. Very petty, small I'm things, but so people petty. just getting like perfect revenge for them. And I feel like it just like builds up to like us wanting to just give advice where it's not asked for. Yes. And I mean, if you need personal advice, you're listening, you're sitting at home and you have boy troubles, parent trouble, email us. We apologize podcast. No, we apologize in advance podcast. Very long. The whole thing at gmail.com. Give us the hard hidden issues. And you know what? We'll help you out. We'll give you advice. Okay, you start. What's the first? Am I the asshole? Okay. Am I the asshole for making my ex take his clothes? I thought I'd start with an easy one. So... X and I separated in November 2018. Let's keep in mind, she just posted this two days ago. Okay. So they broke up two years ago. He initially moved into a temporary place in January 2019, and then his own new home, September 2019. He still, however, has a reasonable amount of stuff left at my place. What was the family home? He was slowly taking things, boxes of glasses here, a pile of books and DVDs there, but he still has a lot of clothes in the drawers and cupboards of the main bedroom. These kind of have been forgetting, sorry, these kind of have been forgotten in my mind as they are out of sight. So they're just like kind of put away, but they're still in the house. Last week, so in October 2020, (laughs) he was sorting through some books to take when I remembered the clothes he went and grabbed a pile of shirts from the closet and laid them out on a chair near the door for him to take. When he saw them, he was visibly upset. He said that I was insensitive and he felt like I couldn't wait to get rid of them and move my new partner in, which is not true. He said it hurt that I just would dump his stuff in a pile like that. To be honest, I was just in my mind of being efficient and I didn't think it would matter given the time period, because let's not forget that it's been two years. He now wants me to basically ask him to take things and he'll decide if it's okay to take it then or not. I do want to maintain a civil relationship. We have managed to so far remain friends and co-parent. Okay, so she's a mother. I was actually, I didn't read this whole thing last night, so that's interesting. (laughs) But now I feel like I just want to shove his stuff all in a box and be done with it. So am I the asshole for making him take his clothes? Um, No, not at all. You're not the asshole. That and the, is the co- weird. The co-parent really threw me because I was like, I thought it was going to well, be an I easy was, one. I was like, throw them away. Well, that's what I was wondering this whole time. I feel like she should have prefaced this by being like, we have a son together. That's why I still see totally. him often. I was like, does this guy just like show up out of the place yeah. he feels like <laughs> You're the asshole to us for not telling us. <laughs> yeah. the end of the story. I would say, um, and I think this is going to be great advice. I would text him and just say, hey, I'm cleaning up the house. All your stuff will be outside. <laughs> no, I, it's I, weird because it's not yeah. like he doesn't have space at his new place. Like, there's yeah, not enough context post. here. There's yeah. not enough context as to like how did this end? Because if she said I broke up with him because I just like wasn't feeling it anymore, then it would be like oh because she broke up with him, he's attached to her. Totally. I would just kind of give like ultimatum at this point. Just be like, hey, I'm I just don't have room for this stuff anymore. I'm starting to buy new stuff for my place. I would like you to come pick it up Tuesday at 5 p.m. I'll box it all up. Um, and if you don't pick it up by then, I will be donating it. 
Like I just, it's been honestly t- when you're a parent, like know, it's so hard. hard. It's really, really hard when there's like a, a kid in the mix that's because so then you have them like, okay, fine. Like, 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 let's say for example, like the dad comes and picks up the kid like every Friday at like five o'clock, like on the dot, mm-hmm. but like sometimes he doesn't come till like six or seven or, you know, like it, it's like you start being like precise totally. on stuff and like being very petty about it. So, I mean, I would say like stick a sock here and there in the kid's backpack and like every time you send the kid away like just <laughs> back. or just like if you're dropping the kid off at his place text him beforehand be like hey i'm leaving just let you know i'm bringing over a box of your stuff so you're giving him notice but not enough notice to say no because like you're already in the car and so he's prepared and he's not having to take it back because you're bringing it to his door i would think we'd be the best I think he just has attachment issues and he wants the relationship back. And that's why he just totally. like wants, it's, he, it's him keeping a foot in the door. It's the classic when a girl spends yeah. the night at a guy's place and drops an earrings. Just it's so the, they can get in touch again. The You're dropping a tissue. What's the saying? A handkerchief. You're dropping the handkerchiefs. Like, so they keep picking them up. Like Goldilocks. <laughs> like, um, what? not Goldilocks. What's the freaking the two kids that get stuck in Pencil the floor? Pencil and Gretel. <laughs> yeah. The morsels of food. How did you get a handkerchief? <laughs> no, I've heard it. It's like a saying. Um, I'm sorry if you hear that. There's like a workout glass like right across the building. And I think we can hear the music or some weird sounds are coming from there. I think another person's in the dumpster in the back alley. Oh, yeah. I, al- I also right above the dumpster. Okay, so in conclusion, you're not the asshole. We feel bad for you, but, like, let's make a plan and get all his shit out. Yeah, I agree. So, like, I'm going to go through one from Petty Revenge. So these are also, like, we can also say if they're an asshole or not for, like, what they did as their, like, revenge. Okay, so the title is called, She Kept Stealing My Washing Powder So I Gave Her Dye. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind. Oh, that's my phone because I'm not on silent. Okay. I don't mind when my roommates borrow my stuff. We've all been there. All I ask is that they replace what they take. You drink my milk? Just buy me new milk. It's as simple as that. Unfortunately, my roommate doesn't seem to get this. She keeps taking my stuff, and when I ask her to, re- to please replace everything, she takes. she'll buy one new thing and forget to do it the next time despite having more money than me. I finally stop, snapped when I wanted to wash my clothes but only found an empty box that used to contain my washing powder. I don't buy fancy or expensive stuff, and I don't care about brands. After using the last of my powder a week earlier, she could literally have bought the cheapest non-brand powder in the world, and I would have been fine. I just snapped. I told her over and over to not use my washing powder if she wasn't going to replace it, and I just had enough. I bought a new box of washing powder, some Dylon machine dye, mixed it with a bit of the washing powder, and dumped it in the old box. When the dye is dry, it looks like the washing powder, especially if you're not expecting it. I took my new box of washing powder to my room and waited. A week later, I came home from work and saw her laundry hanging outside, all with a mysterious pink color. She stomped up to me and demanded to know what I had done. I told her I was going to dye my own clothes, and someone had told me the shade would be lighter if I mixed it with powder. Then asked her why she had used it when I had, when it had clearly been in a box with my name on it when I told her not to use it because she never replaced it. I don't think she believed me, but she finally got the message. She almost never takes my stuff anymore. And when she does, she's quick to replace it. Oh my God. So many thoughts. Um, That is so petty. I love that this person, I'm assuming it's a girl, um, came up with the answer of like why the die was in. Like, I just love that. That was so good. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting. She's like, she didn't believe me anyways, but like, yeah, it, 
I've never had a roommate situation and like, I don't, I've never had a roommate. No, fuck. I wish we had like better experiences on this. I'm going to have a roommate soon. Technically true. Cause Steve's brother's going to live with us, but I mean, my sister and I, let me see. I just, I don't know. I feel like keep your shit in your own. I mean, yes, this is the pettiest thing you could have done. I think that was like so overreacting. Like I think, the next step would have you just like keeping your stuff like in a either have a locked cabinet. Like I know that my friend, she lived abroad and they had a common area and like five rooms attached to the whatever. And so they had each a cupboard with a lock on it. So it's like their personal stuff. So if they're not comfortable with sharing it, they would go in the locked cabinet, which I think is a really good roommate solution. I mean, I don't know if you have to lock it, but clearly this girl does. Um, I think that would have been the next step or like keep it in your room or just like keep it out of reach, uh, whatever. I feel like die is kind of a crazy second step, but I mean, if you're, if you've I told her multiple like times, how many times you've yeah. Said it. yeah. And they just like keep forgetting to get it. I mean, I remember like going to like a friend's college dorm once at like UBC and like in their apartment, there was three separate fridges and I was like, I'm sorry, Whoa. that's the fanciest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like each of you just gets an individual <laughs> fridge. Like wow. what the fuck? And it was like the school housing, which was really weird wow. too. Um, but yeah, like I, I actually always wondered how it worked. Like you've never like, had a roommate either. I did once, but like okay. technically it was in my parents' basement suite and it oh, was like right. someone rented the room. So like I ate upstairs like with my parents. So like I just told him like the fridge and everything is completely yours. He had his own washer dryer that like, so he used all of his own detergents. Like none of our stuff crossed mm -hmm. really. Um, so I always wondered like when you do share with like a roommate, let's say it was like me and you sharing a place mm -hmm. and we both use milk. Yeah. Like, is it just like we trade off? I buy the milk once and the next time it's empty, you buy the milk. But that's, that's with the assumption we both use it equally. But if totally. we don't, what if I use most of it, but then it's your turn to buy and you're like, what the fuck? I barely used any. I don't want to buy a new one. Like, this is like, that's how really do you hard. do the math? How it, do you do this? How you do the math? I, I don't know this question. Cause I was going to say like, Oh, compared to my sister. Cause like my parents would go and travel for months at a time. And it'd just be my sister. And of course we support ourselves, but like, I feel like sisters are more generous. Like my sister didn't care if I used her thing and then I would buy the, th yeah, I just, it'd be hard to keep things fair in a roommate situation. Cause like, yeah. What if you do drink more milk and then I'm now annoyed that I pay for the milk every time. Yeah. I mean, you're not asking for advice. So I'm not going to give this girl advice, but like that was pity as shit. Yeah. But I, I mean, mean kind of justified. Kind of <laughs> sucks to ruin her stuff. Yeah. It's but rude. I, I don't know. Again, there's just like not enough context, context. sometimes. It's like, how many times has this been like going on for a year and you're finally like, I, I'm not fucking doing it. RIP to your clothes. Yeah. Like if it was going on for a year and every single week, you're like, please don't do it. Please don't do it. A hundred percent. I would probably set the place on fire but like so <laughs> you're good but if it's only been like a couple of times that's a little hasty but i mean yeah i mean i feel like you just need to have a roommate meeting and set boundaries yeah yeah on to the next okay am i the asshole for not wanting to move in with my girlfriend because she's a slob nice I i'm in i feel it. i feel targeted okay i love her to death she's ha she has a great job and owns her own home we've been dating for just over a year and a half the in-laws are great. They get along. We have a lot of the same interests, but you go into her house and it's like a bomb goes off every single time. I've talked with her about it a few times. One time I got pretty mad during a conversation when I mentioned it and she says, it's my house. If I wanted a lecture, I'd ask my parents, which is really off-putting to me. So I kind of just left it alone. 
It'd be different if I could see a visible effort, but I still trip over the same things left on the floor week after week. I live at home right now and I've set a goal of paying off my personal debt and have some money in the bank, which is a big deal for me because I'm always horrible with my money. And I'm actually seeing results with my new mindset. It's not perfect, but it's progress for me. I have seen no progress for her. What do I do? If I keep saying no to moving in, I feel like she'll leave me. Am I an asshole for wanting my adult girlfriend to learn to clean up after herself? Or I'm just being petty and focusing too much on a minor thing. I don't think this is minor. I think this is a huge thing. No, it's a huge thing. It's like how you're going to live Live. together. Because if you don't want to be in a pigsty all the time, then you're just uncomfortable. And it's not, and it's not like she's saying she likes living in the chaos. Like I'm sure if it was magically cleaned up, she wouldn't be upset about it. So it's like, you both agree. It looks better when it's clean. Mm -hmm. And if she doesn't want to do it, pay for a maid. Easy. Oh my God. Smart. And like, you're good with your money. So you got some savings. Honestly, like, that's I'm actually, sure it's different in every place, but it's, like, not that expensive to get someone to, like, come once a week. Like, if it's, it's like, not. that bad. It's, like, bad. 100, 120 bucks. Yeah. I'm actually getting someone to come into my house sidebar. I'm really nice. excited. I was, like, I should have done that, like, right as I moved in. However, yeah, I think Alex is, like, completely right. This is not a minor thing. You're not an asshole. But I also think you need to be transparent with her and be, like, I love you. I don't want you to leave me. But I also don't want to move in with this huge issue and come up with like a cleaning schedule come up with like expectations maybe be like because i'm the type of person like me personally i'll cook dinner and i like to sit down eat my dinner i'll maybe watch a show and then i'll clean up but my sister hates that she likes to eat and then clean up right away which i'm um, you're nodding your head or you like that as well yeah because mo- my rule is i cook you clean yeah exactly between steve and i and he'll do it before we go to bed I, he'll always yeah, yeah, get yeah. it done but there are some times where i'm like we finish eating and then he's like, let's just go sit on the couch for a bit. And I'm like, no, I really (laughs) just want you to do this first because like what it, cause if I'm the one that's doing the cooking and you're like, Hey, I'm really hungry. Can you make dinner? And I was like, let's just go sit for a bit first. And then I'll make dinner when I feel like it. It's like, if you expect me to do what I'm doing on a certain timeline, no, I, t- I would appreciate the respect in return. I totally get that. And growing up, our family is you cook, you clean. But sorry, I was like talking about like me and my sister, we cook her, when we're alone, we like cook our own dinners, yeah. like whatever. So it's just like she cleans up her mess and I will clean up my mess, but I, let me watch my show. Like I need yeah. to relax. Anyway, so my point is, it's just like, talk to her about those boundaries. Like maybe be like, I'm okay with this, but I'm absolutely not okay with this. I'm okay with it. Don't do that. You know what I mean? So it's just... I mean, again, not a lot of contacts here. You're not the asshole. Um, not a minor thing, but like, are you actually, are you, s- have you talked to her? Or are you a little afraid that she'll leave you if you do? Yeah. Man Sorry up. to quickly add to my thing that I was talking oh, please, about. Please. I think the only reason why I got to a point where I'm like, can you please do it right away? I've been burned a few times where he did fall asleep there you go. and then I had to finish it. So that's where I'm like, I don't trust you. Especially when you're like, let's go sit on the couch. I'm like, you're going to fall asleep immediately. Please yeah. do it right away. Um, but no, it's a tough situation. But again, again, context. Is it just messy? Like there's stuff Dude, everywhere? Or is it like there's mold in the sh- bathroom? Oh. Like that's what I'm wondering. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure because the sound- they, they, they describe it as messy, not dirty, right? Well, he says it's like a bomb goes off. So I'm assuming it's just like clothes everywhere, food everywhere. I mean, that's me. I'm not going to lie. It's I me. shit everywhere. You should go in my room. Like it's horrifying it was it's laundry day and i do my laundry at my parents house and so i literally have like four trash bags a suitcase like on my bed just like full of clothes anyways (laughs) that's what i'm doing tonight um okay moving on do you want to do another petty one or oh yeah it's me oh god 
Okay. Um, ooh, okay. I like this one. So the title is called Calling Her Fake Quitting Bluff. Ooh. This happened years ago, but still makes me smile. I started working in a corporate office in a secretarial position for my first job after college. There were two older ladies who also were secretaries working in the office. One of them was just fine, but I spent most of my time sitting beside and working with Agnes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Such an old lady name. Agnes was quickly approaching Aggie. retirement. Sorry. <laughs> Agnes was quickly approaching retirement age, but wasn't going anywhere without a big push. This was in the days where we just started getting computers and she was absolutely hopeless. Whoa. She'd pull stuff like, I can't answer the phone. I'm on the computer. Multitasking was not in this woman's repertoire. She was super fussy and annoying. If I ever came back from lunch five minutes late, she would exclaim loudly, oh my God, there you are. I was wondering what had happened to you, making sure the whole <laughs> office knew I was late. Meanwhile, she was usually coming in in the morning and coming in late in the morning and often leaving early for various appointments. If I made a typo in a document, she would make sure the rest of the staff knew about it very loudly. She tended to pout when things didn't go her way and she would quit when her job, when someone would piss her off Ew. and then my boss's boss would talk her into staying. I'd heard about this tactic of hers and one day our boss did something that annoyed her and she quit again. My boss's boss was away that day, so I had my chance. I quickly advertised and planned <laughs> a big retirement party for her. <laughs> it was a done deal by the end of the day. People were dropping by and congratulating her, and everyone Ugh. looked forward to the party. At that point, I guess she figured it was too late to pull her usual shenanigans, and she actually retired. I told my boss to not bother replacing her because it was damn easy to cover the little work she actually accomplished every day. Freaking snaps for this girl. That's so this good, right? This is the level of petty that I am here for. That is so smart, though. Like, could you imagine? So smart. Wait, what was the time frame? So she quit and like literally that the same day she started planning the retirement. Uh, Yes. I want (laughs) to be friends with this girl. This is everything. I hate those people that I have never I don't don't work with one now. But like when things get hard, I'm I'm quitting. I'm done. Like they just walk away and I'm like, that's not how the real world works. Like get your Mm -hmm. shit together. I've worked with like an older lady before where like they're just kind of there like their husbands make really good money doing whatever Mm -hmm. they're doing they just need something to do a couple days a week and like she was fantastic don't get me wrong i loved her um but yeah it's very much like the i could quit tomorrow and it would make absolutely no difference where it's like if it's you me we're like we need a fucking paycheck we can't just be like i'm not dealing with this today yeah that's crazy and then also when you get into working with like older employees that have been there for very long and she's saying that she's been there since the start of computers. So I'm going to, I think this was probably like 80. I'm going to say a couple decades. So she probably has an entitlement of being like, they can't fire me because I've been here for so long type yeah. of attitude. And I'm so, I love that story. Wow. I love her. Yeah. I would say goodbye, Agnes. See you think later. Of I think I got something to say to you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the song is actually Maggie, but I turned that one in my favor. Maggie. Okay. Am I the asshole? Okay. Am I the asshole for? Okay, I like this one for calling my ex when he was out with a girlfriend on her birthday. Sorry, my say that again. Calling my ex. ex when he was out with a girlfriend oh, on okay, her okay. birthday. Ugh. My ex-husband and I stayed best friends after our divorce. This isn't a relationship um, sub, so I won't get into our history and why we divorced. Fair. We continue to hang out. No extra benefits. We talk about everything, etc. He asked for my blessing to date again, and I proved without hesitation he never wants to marry again. 
He has a new girl in his life. He told me that they, they'll be gone on a holiday for her birthday. And the day they left, I started to feel sick in the afternoon and was delirious by evening. I thought about calling my parents, but just like my ex, they were away and they're much older. I decided to call him, knowing he's gone with his girlfriend, and I asked if he can come check up on me. I remember him stopping by and taking care of me the first night. I thought I was sick for one night. Turns out I was very sick the following two days, and on the fourth day, I woke up feeling good. He took care of me the whole time and then went back to his own life. A few days later, I got on Facebook and I had a message from his girlfriend. She cussed me out for calling and talking him, uh, taking him away all four days that was supposed to have... Sorry, that she was supposed to have him. She accused me of not letting him plan a birthday trip, and since she planned it, I found a way to sabotage it. I knew what the situation was when I called him, but he's clear that I will always be number one for him. I showed him the message as well, and it ended very badly for her. I do feel like the asshole for contacting him that night, but also he could have said no to me. He chose to... Uh, leave his girlfriend and sit with me for four days am i the asshole it's okay that i am i'm just i keep justifying it in my head and i either need to accept that i am or not the asshole this has a lot to unravel so unravel my first initial you both are the assholes get back together my biggest issue is this is on next boyfriend this is the next husband yeah that he doesn't want to marry again and you're going to always be his number one. Yeah, that line of like, he'll you'll always be my number one. Like, if that's the truth, like, I mean, contacts. I need fucking contacts for like, all of these. Can you leave your number on these things? I'm going to... You can look up their username <coughs> and see where else they've posted. I'm going to drop but. the link to our episode in these Reddit forms and be like, we answered. Oh, <laughs> so smart. They can contact us. But, uh, okay. Not... Okay, if she knew he was going to drop everything and come to her, like, I would hope that she was, like, on the ground, like, holy fuck, I'm super sick. Also, do you have no one else in your life? Not one well, other the person. annoying thing. But she also did say, like, I remember him stopping by. So she was delirious. Like, what kind of sickness? Did, did you have COVID? <laughs> um, like, this is a serious sickness. Like, go to the hospital I, I mean, I'm, sick? I don't, like, the girlfriend... I feel bad for her. Like if that was me, so bad for I her. mean, but first of all, I would not be dumb enough to stay in a relationship where no. like my spouse keeps in touch with like their ex-wife, Wife. like no. absolutely fucking not. And I mean, that's a baggage that she decided to take on. So like, totally. that's just kind of something you're going to understand like going into it. And yeah. it's like, it's not going to bend just because you're there. Like they, they were together for however long they have that friendship, but mm-hmm. it is really unfair that, like she'll like the ex-wife will always be number one. Like that's really weird. Yeah. The line that really got me was like, I decided to call him knowing that he was with his girlfriend and knowing that he would drop everything and come to me. I think that is manipulation at its finest. Cause clearly like, I want to know who broke up with who, you know, like maybe she divorced him and this is his way of being like, he's always, she's always my number one. I want to make sure like maybe there's, you know, maybe there's we can get back together. So it's like, you're the asshole for knowing that he would drop everything in his life to come see you when like, I don't know. I just, I feel, I feel like that's probably one of those relationships where they like mutually broke up because it just like wasn't working. Yeah. But then they both have the feeling. I don't like this. I don't like this I at all. It. There's too there's too many levels to this. End of the day, yes, you're an asshole because you knew exactly what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. You knew you were going to accept but the girlfriend. He's the asshole too. 
he is no hundred percent. He is too. But like, if you were like really in a situation where you're like, I don't know what to do and I can't call my parents, like call and be like, I mean, I guess if she's delirious again, like too many layers, so but like just be layers. like, I really don't feel well. I feel terrible that I'm going to take you away from I your know. girlfriend. I just don't know what else to do. He doesn't have to stay four with you for days. four days. It's crazy. He could have just come check on her. Maybe spent one night, God forbid on the couch, whatever, giving her Tylenol. But like, again, what sickness did you have that you were delirious for four days and then all of a sudden you're fine? Manipulation at its finest. Yeah, it's horrible. You guys are both the assholes. Y'all suck. Let's move on to some petty bullshit. Okay. <laughs> neighbor won't turn off his floodlights is mm. the title. Some years ago, we had some new neighbors move in next door. Nice enough people, but we had a problem with them. The husband traveled a lot and his wife was afraid of just about everything. The dark, thunderstorms, you name it. The problem was the floodlights over their garage garage doors. She would leave them on all night, every night, even though you couldn't see them from inside of their house. They were positioned such that they would shine into our bedroom at night. We were not able to block them effectively with our curtains. We asked them politely several times if they could turn them off at night since they served no effective purpose. They adamantly refused. I offered to pay for a timer that would control them. No way they would consider it. I thought about taking the bulbs out, shooting them out with a pellet gun, etc. The solution that I arrived Whoa. at was to simply loosen them up enough that they wouldn't come on. Mm. Since they couldn't see them from inside the house, it was about five to six months before they realized that they were not working. They screwed them back in. I waited a couple of weeks and unscrewed them again. Another few months went by. Finally, one day, my neighbor asked me if I had any trouble with my outdoor lights. <laughs> I told him yes. As a matter of fact, I did. I said that they would loosen up occasionally and I would have to retighten them. I blamed it on vibration from the traffic <laughs> on our street. He said that he had the same problem. I told him that I finally just gave up and left them off. He eventually did the same. We were happy with the final outcome and we were able to keep peace in the neighborhood. Perfect. Like beautiful. Beautiful. This is crazy to me because like I, floodlights are not like normal lights. Like I, I have they're a couple- They're like high beams. They're high beams for a house. And if this person is scared, the wife is or whoever was scared of the dark the and light. everything, and you can't, if they can't see them in the house, there's no purpose for them to be in on. I think this was a perfect solution. My, my other, you know, if he ever did get mad, you could have offered being like, get censored lights. So that's exactly what he offered. And they like, wouldn't oh, do oh it. sorry. I missed that part. Yeah. This is crazy. Good for him. It worked out perfectly. Yeah. I think this is petty, but like the right level of pettiness because like, don't be fucking rude. I think the only put the small up. defense of the wife is like, if she was really afraid being alone, like lights would deter mm. people. Like if it's yes. like dead ass dark, then like they're a hundred percent going to not a hundred percent, but like, you know what I mean? Like, like normal lights. like Steve has superstitions. Like when we park in like underground parking lots, he always has to park under a light. Even in like the alleyway here, like by your apartment, when we used to live here, mm -hmm. he always wants to park directly under a light because he's like thieves uh, and people who want to break in are less likely to do it if there's direct light mm. on it because then people can see yeah, exactly yeah, 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 what yeah, they're yeah. doing. So that's the, the small little thing that I will give the wife, but also like super shitty because if someone was like, hey, this is going directly into my bedroom and like I can't sleep properly at night yeah. because of your lights, that's when I'd be like, okay, I'm scared, but like, I can't ruin these people's lives and not let them sleep. Totally. Um, yeah, I feel like this was a great outcome. I'm happy that he didn't get mad. Like it's shitty that he never took up your offer in the first place. Cause like, I think it was petty for him to not compromise at all. 100%. Um, 
but yeah, that was so good. The vibration of the traffic was really funny. What a dumbass. What a dumbass for believing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, that happens to me too. You too? Me too. <laughs> you idiot. Okay. Am I the asshole for being engaged at a baby shower? This was years ago, but a recent popular post reminded me of the event, and it's something that I still wonder about. After a terrifying accident and some revelations about morality and our life together, my husband, which then fiance, Ben, proposed to me in 2011. I said yes, and he put his mother's old ring on my finger. Two months into our engagement, his older sister, Bella, had a baby shower. We, of course, were both um, excited for her, and I put a lot of thought into her gift, and we arrived a little early to set up chairs a bit. She lived with and was dating her baby's father, Mark, at the time. I had never interacted with Mark very much, but he seemed all right. The trouble was when their friends and extended family became uh, started arriving. Friends and relatives were saying hello and making small talk, including Ben and I. While Ben was grabbing some food, a woman said hi to me and asked how I knew Bella and Mark. I replied that I was Ben's fiance and Ben was Bella's brother. While Mark was in the earshot, which is the baby daddy, um, and he was furious. He said this was Bella's day and I was making it all about me by announcing our engagement. Since Ben and I had been engaged for two months and I'd been wearing my engagement ring for the entire time, I respond with a confused, no, I'm not. And he was still angry that I brought it up. He said I could have taken off my ring for one freaking day and waited until after the baby shower to talk about it. I definitely didn't intend to draw attention to myself, but I don't have any social media, only Ben does, and I know that there were people at the baby shower who I had not previously met. Am I the asshole? No. At all, no. That's weird. That's some, like, really ignorant, like... Insecure. Yeah. Also, she didn't, quote-unquote, announce the engagement. She was having a conversation with one to two people and they asked how you knew him and she said i'm the fiance yeah like that's not an, an announcement when i first read the title I'm like oh this is gonna be juicy because if you got engaged at a baby shower oh my God. or if you ana- made it a family announcement being like hey we're engaged like that's taking the thunder away but 100%. if you're having a personal conversation with like one or two people being like yeah no i'm ben's fiance n- that's not an announcement no it's, that's no. just the truth she is not the asshole that guy's insecure as fuck because he's like i don't think i want to marry this girl this, this guy's crazy <laughs> yeah i don't know no sorry the guy that got mad wasn't the fiance i know oh oh yeah okay yeah i don't know i just thought it was a quick one but also a crazy one that's i don't like it okay i don't like it at all next petty revenge want to lie about our sex life well hope you enjoy having fake herpes <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this one was like i want to know if like I don't think you would ever do this. I wouldn't do it either. But like the lengths that this girl went to, I was like, okay. Eh. Okay. In my senior year of high school, I started dating a guy. Let's call him John. At first, John seemed very nice. He was shy and sensitive and not at all like the other jocks on the football team. After two months of dating, he showed himself to be quite the ass when right after we had sex, he dumped me. I was hurt, but I decided I was better off without mm-hmm. him. Two weeks after we broke up, two guys from the football team came up to me during break and told me that John had been telling everyone who would listen that we'd had sex. They told me he went into quite a bit of detail about our supposed exploits and had told everyone that he broke up with me because I was such a slut and wanted really weird and creepy things from him. I was more than a bit hurt and super pissed. His fabricated stories meant that my reputation was ruined while he looked like some type of hero to all of his buddies. While I decided that I wasn't going to take it lying down, Since my reputation was already in the gutter, I decided to drag him down with me. 
The next time someone asked me about the breakup, I flatly told them that John broke up with me because I gave him herpes. I w- and wouldn't you know it, that rumor spread like wildfire. <laughs> By the next morning, everyone had heard it, including him. He was furious and kept telling it, telling people that it wasn't true. But since he went around telling people I was a slut and bragging about all the sex we'd had, nobody would believe him. When he came to yell at me, my friends laughed in his face and told him to hit the road. Because of his fake herpes, John ended up going to prom alone because no girl would date him. At the end of the year, which was three months later, I moved states to a new and nice college. Since nobody knew me in my new town, I got started over without any issues. John stayed behind and got to enjoy his fake herpes for years. <laughs> wow. Like, would you drag yourself down? Like, if you knew you were moving away, yeah, yeah, would yeah. you do something that drastic? No. <laughs> I would just move away. Um, but would you? You would no. just... No. No, no. Yeah, okay. Like that's just it's gonna such high school. Like you grew up in this place. Like you still know people. It's It's not like like you're like I'm moving away forever now. (laughs) Bye. It's like if he has herpes, you have herpes. Like this lie is weird. It is weird. (laughs) It's like you. Ew. I would. I'd rather be a huge slut than the herpes girl. Yeah. I. uh, Because like those come back. Like it's never. Why could she say that he gave her herpes? Why couldn't she just said? I wish she would have picked something that was a bit different. more fixable. Maybe like crabs or something. Like something chlamydia. Chlamydia. Something that's like a one-off. Like, whoops. Whoops. Let's get some cream on there and I'm good for the rest of my life. Like herpes. That shit returns. That's forever. That's forever. You should. <laughs> you should. <laughs> like, think about that, that poor guy. Uh, like everyone's like, because you can't. Okay. It's not always there. It's not always visible. Uh, totally. This would be the lo- If I was going with the herpes route, I would have said I had a cold sore and I gave him a blowjob and then, then he got herpes. Then you don't have genital herpes. You just have cold sores and he has genital herpes and then you can move away and have. It doesn't work like that. No, it does. But they a doctor so- just published like this week. I read it. Really? <laughs> I, I thought it was because there's two different types. Like there's type A, type yeah, B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you have like, I, I know, I up. know multiple girls that have cold sores. I, I've never had one, and they say like they cannot give blowjobs to their boyfriends when they're act- it's like actively showing. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, the more you know. I don't know. Like, don't quote me on that. I mean, I wouldn't anyways, but I don't, it's not the same even, strain though. I wouldn't even look at a guy. No, it, it's not, it's not the same strain. No, no, though. I know. I, I swear I read something. I swear. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> um, do you have one more? I have, yeah, I have one more, but it's honestly not that great. Okay. I was going to say mine's not that great either. And I felt like the petty was kind of like funnier. Okay. So you want to end on a good Let's note? Let's add on a, end on a good petty note and okay. then we'll go into apology of the week. Okay. Which hopefully you have. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> My apology of the weekend. I have no apology. Of hey. The- hey. I was going to TikTok. <laughs> when they walk in. Hey. Oh. How y'all doing? <laughs> uh, I'm thinking. Uh. Have you done anything petty in your life? Like, what's the pettiest thing that you've ever done? Like, you're a petty person, right? Yeah. Cause like, I think I want to say that I'm a petty person, but I feel like I'm a passive aggressive petty person. Like I've never done. Honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is like when I get into like, I don't do it anymore because I got really annoyed with myself. But like when Steve and I were just like dating and we had like first moved in with each Mm -hmm. other and he would, we'd be like fighting and be like, okay, fine. Then like 
don't drive my car, like stuff like that, <laughs> okay, where he's okay. like, okay, like you can't do that. And I'm like, no, you're right. But I just got no other firing power in this sense. Yeah, I, my biggest thing, like my biggest pet peeve are, are text messengers who like, if I text you and if you don't text me like back within a reasonable amount of time, like it's annoying. It's like my best friends. There's a couple of people sprinkled in there. I'm not going to name you, but you know who you are. They suck at texting me back and it'll take them like a day. And so when they text me back, I wait a day just because. Oh, good for you. And I'm like, well, sometimes I'm like, oh, I really want to text back because I'm bored. But like, if I can wait that whole day, I will. And then like, sometimes I'll get a hello and I'm like, oh, sorry, I was busy. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. See you Thursday. <laughs> actually, actually, last week, stop me if I already talked about this on the podcast, but I shall. Um, I had planned an entire day, like, or not, a, hmm. I pl- I just scheduled the day. It was like a Sunday. And because it's the fall, like Steve has a motorcycle and motorcycle mm. season is now over. Cause it just gets too cold where you're going really fast. You literally feel like there's is this the fight about Poppy. Yeah. Did I talk about mm-hmm. that on the podcast? Mm-hmm. I did. It's coming out next episode. You'll hear about it. It's a little oh, teaser. Oh shit. Well, anyways, the pettiness was anyway, like yeah. me, like texting him being like, well, I'm not happy right now. I'm very upset. <laughs> and like me thinking that he'll read it when he like walks in the door, but he was like reading it while he was riding. And That's then he's so, like, you oh. ruined my ride. And I was like, I'm sorry. They were right. I was petty. I feel like kind of bad for my future boyfriend. Cause like, I feel like I might be that way as well. Honestly, I used to do it when me and Steve started dating. Like if he like didn't give me an answer I wanted, I would literally be like, admittedly texting and driving me like do you think this is what makes me happy do you think i'm happy right now that's so funny actually and the more that i think about it like i'm such a pushover I've, you've already told me i am um yeah <laughs> so you can agree it's fine um, no, i wouldn't call you a pushover i think you're easy to persuade i'm easy to persuade and i just like i'm such a people pleaser like me and my cousin aaron shout out she listens um we're very much the same people like person and we just like want to make sure everyone else around us is happy sometimes yeah. it's like hard to believe me oh my god i want to make sure everyone else is happy <laughs> not me. but it's true and like we have so much like empathy for other people that it's like such a detriment to us because we'll be sitting in the corner like having the worst time but if you're having a fun time at my house like that's all that i care about anyway yeah. so it's like oh you want to watch that movie yeah sure i just watched it last night but yeah that's what, i love it so much like let's put it back <laughs> like that's the annoying that's how annoying i am so maybe i won't be um petty maybe i'll just be less I'll, passive but i'll hold it all in in five years time i'll just like explode <laughs> <laughs> i funny enough i don't get as angry as I don't get angry very often. Like I don't, I've never really yelled at anyone once or twice. I don't get angry. I just get extremely irritated. Like where I'm like, I don't even know what to like do with myself. Like if I choose to go higher route where I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. Like I'm going to like sprinkle and be like, Hey, I'm like really not happy with this situation. And then we'll be like, okay, great. And then I will go away and I'll be like, still really really irritated about this. And I need to like get it out. Cause I'm just going to like harbor Mm -hmm. it. And then I'll go back just like, fucking guns ablaze me like i'm actually still really pissed off about this like i'm really irritated that you did a xyz and they're like we already like talked about this I'm like mm-hmm. i know i just didn't get it all out at once see at least you talk about it like i bottle everything up but i'm so visibly annoyed or angry that like if like say like my friend annoyed me or we got into a little fight i'd be like no it's fine and then i'll be like slamming dishes or i just be like yeah whatever yes. whatever you want and then they'll be like okay you're 
clearly still mad. Like, let's talk this out. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm fu- I'm mad, but I don't hold th- I don't hold grudges. So give me ten minutes, and I'll like, and then I'll be creepily switching my thought. I'll be like, okay, so what should we do for dinner? I actually, <laughs> I always used to get really annoyed when my mom did it. But like when I was in high school, she'd be like, you're in trouble for X Y Z. I honestly didn't even get in trouble that often, which is why I really don't like uh, getting in trouble to this day. Yeah. Um, I mean, who does like to get in trouble, but, um, (laughs) you know, she'd be like, go to your room. And I'd go to my room and I'd just be like, like still like huffing and puffing and I wouldn't be over it yet. And she'd literally like peek her head through the door and be like, (laughs) I love you. And I'd just look at her like, just, and you're just like ah boy like and it's funny because apparently i did the exact same thing to the dog the other day (laughs) where like i was really mean to her because she was being really annoying and then i like literally was chasing her around the apartment i was like poppy come back i love you and she's like you're doing the exact same thing to her that your mom used to do to you like do you realize and i was like she doesn't know i'm sure she's over it already (laughs) okay so i'll end the podcast on like a funny little story i'm very much like that as well and i know with my family they think that like my humor i can like break anyone anyone mad at me i'll just like crack a joke or i'll be really annoying like my sister and i will get in a huge fight and then i'll be like well you know that i love you right or i'll say something like i'll crack a joke and she'll like laugh and she's like shut up like i'm mad at you like don't make me laugh (laughs) and i'll never forget and we we literally bring up the story like every six months because it's like one of the gems of the goulden's um (laughs) i was like maybe eight maybe nine and I was just being like annoying ass kid, like not going to bed and like not brushing my teeth, not getting my pajamas on. I was like not getting ready for bed. And my mom yelled at me. She's like, get in your room, like go to bed. Like, why aren't you getting ready for bed? Like, just listen to me and go to your bed. My comedic brain was like, I'm going to go in, strip down naked. and I'm just going to walk back out. <laughs> so I went in my room, took all my clothes off. And my sister, because she's older than me, she got to stay up like an hour later than me, which is like ugh, so unfair. Uh, <laughs> still not over that. And so I walk out butt naked and I put my hands on my hips. I'm like, hey, mom, what you doing? <laughs> she just like bursts out laughing. And she's like, I'm mad at you. Go to bed. Like, what? Wait, hold on. I'm confused. What? What's the relation to you having to take all your clothes off? It's just me being weird. Like I was like, I'm going to make them laugh because uh, I don't, I don't, sorry. I don't like when people are mad at me. So I'm like, I'm going to crack a joke. So I know. <laughs> and if I crack the joke and they at least laugh, I know that we can uh, get through this. How old were you? <laughs> I was like eight. Oh, yeah. And so like, and even to this day, like people get mad at me, I crack a joke. And if you laugh, I'm like, this is repairable. If I crack a joke and it's, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm out for yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, me going in and I just like walk out butt naked. I'm like, it's, what's everyone doing? What's going on? And they're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we have the weirdest child ever. <laughs> and it's like one of my favorite stories. I'm not embarrassed at all to tell it. Cause like, I enjoyed that one. Maybe I should start using that technique again. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding not in front of my family but um well who else i don't know it's just like just hey tony rose you want to have a quick zoom call yeah sounds good <laughs> give me a minute Ew. not work either but i'm thinking like future relationship <laughs> well yeah of course it'll work in a relationship i know so we apologize for this week for not having an apology but i feel like that story made up for it right yeah if you laugh we can repair this <laughs> <laughs> all right so follow us on instagram at we apologize podcast and our personal accounts alex with two x's underscore french with two h's yep and mine's tony rose goulden tony with an i so we'll talk to you next week bye, bye.